it's time for some B-Rolling Over. What's up, what's up, everybody? This is Nathan for B-Rolling Over. And coming up, yes, we do have the, the conference championship games uh, coming up. But I just want to quickly uh, touch upon the fact of about a day before a big game one year. I unfortunately uh, found out uh, it was the day before Super Bowl 51. I found out that both of my nephews uh, got in a car crash. One was injured and one eventually became dead. And they both uh, wanted to be in aerospace engineering. They were both studying that at the University of Colorado Boulder. And to and and I remember the moment I, I found out that they died. My my dad came up to me, I was in my room, I was playing mad and imagining you know, just gave my simulation of who, what Madden thinks, uh, who will win the Super Bowl. And then I see my dad with, his, with tears in his eyes finding out that, that one of his grandchildren has passed on. And... So finding that out was is heartbreaking, and I didn't really care about Super Bowl Fifty One. I I could care less about that. You always take for granted. You you make sure people make sure that you talk to everyone in your family because you never know. When that will be the last time you will ever speak to them. And that's what I've learned from that. Um, I mean, yes, the Falcons had a huge had a huge loss, but I had a huge loss of a family member, unfortunately, passing on, died in a car crash. And with that Super Bowl as well, I, I remember it vividly. It was 21 free. My grandma and my brother and my older brother thought the game was over. They were like, Atlanta Falcons are going to win the Super Bowl. And I remember my dad and I, it seemed as if we were the only two people in all of America were thinking, this game is far from over. Tom Brady is at the helm. And then at near to the start of the third quarter, 
Falcons scored a touchdown, 28-3. I was enjoying it. And I told my dad, it's still far from over. There's still plenty of time. There's still plenty of time for the Patriots to come back. They just need this drive, and they're back in this game. Regardless of the fact that they would only be down by 18. Boy, how I was right. And eventually led to the greatest comeback in Super Bowl history. 25-point deficit. And it went to overtime. 34-28. That Julian Edelman catch between his legs, I watched that, and I still couldn't believe that happened. Well, it was bound time that an unbelievable catch was on the Patriots' side instead of against them. I mean, they had, they had to deal with the David Tyree. The Jeremy Kears was nearly... <laughs> the Jeremy Kears, and oh, how could we forget the Mario Manningham catch as well in Super Bowl forty six. That was still unbelievable. I don't know how... Julian Edelman found a way to keep control of the ball between his legs and still keep control of, of the catch. Should have been incomplete. Should have been picked off. It was still unbelievable. It was a catch. And that was the moment I... That was the moment I knew that the tides were changing in the game. Falcons pick that ball off. Allen Falcons have a Super Bowl trophy. I think the Falcons will come back to the Super Bowl at some point. But I just don't see it anytime soon. I think that loss really got to them. I mean, this is wonderful with the with the conference championship games because we're going to have interesting matchups one way or the other. The NFL want probably wants New Orleans and New England because it would have two veteran quarterbacks of Tom Brady and Drew Brees. And both of them are around the ages of 40. And that will be the, for the first time in Super Bowl history that both of the quarterbacks were ages 40 and older facing each other in the Super Bowl. And also, another thing I, I just I just realized now. So, Kansas City Chiefs versus the New England Patriots. Welcome to the politically incorrect AFC Championship game. <laughs> uh... <laughs> 
Uh, I, I couldn't resist. We're, we're not going to have a politically incorrect Super Bowl. Which, by the way, I, I did do a simulation of that on my YouTube channel. Dominate in sports. That was a smooth segue. <laughs> Anyways, I just realized that. And then we have the Saints and the Rams. NFL fans want Jared Goff versus Kansas City Chiefs, not because of the 54-51 Monday Night Football game that happened, but it's but it shows the upcoming rising players of Patrick Mahomes and Jared Goff facing each other. And it would determine on who would have a leg up on their legacy over the other. If that was a Super Bowl matchup. Drew Brees and Tom Brady facing each other in the Super Bowl. If Drew Brees wins us, beats Tom Brady and wins his second Super Bowl, that would guarantee that Drew Brees is would be one of the well would make him officially be termed goat greatest of all time. And probably even be the top 10 quarterbacks in NFL history. And we'll guarantee him a, a hall, a football Hall of Fame ballot after he retires. If it's the Chiefs and the Saints, that would be interesting because it would be a gunslinger matchup of Drew Brees and Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> I think the Super Bowl matchup that I least want to happen is Rams and the Patriots. Number one, we already had that before in a Super Bowl. Number two... Tom Brady versus Jared Goff just doesn't have that kind of sounding appeal. You know what's funny? So, with these remaining four teams... The three teams. Try to do your math. So, the New Orleans Saints have only won one Super Bowl in their franchise history. How do I remember that? I'm a Colts fan. I remember the Colts lost to the, lost to the Saints in that one Super Bowl. The L.A. Rams, if you include their time that they were in St. Louis, they have only won one Super Bowl total in their franchise. And they have been to... Three Super Bowls. 
Been to three Super Bowls and only have won one. You have the Kansas City Chiefs, which they have won one, but was way back in the early, late 60s, early 70s. Around that time period. And Super Bowl Four. They only have one, one Super Bowl. The New England Patriots have been to ten Super Bowls now. Ten Super Bowls. New England Patriots have won five. Okay. So for each of the three franchises, if they won their Super Bowl this year, they would have won their second their franchise. Plus the Patriots would have won their sixth. Now think about this. Two plus two plus two equals six. Isn't that interesting? That's interesting. That's crazy coincidence. Okay, so let's say it's Patriots and the Saints. Yes, you're obviously going to market, you know, Breeze and Brady facing each other. But everybody would be making some jokes on Twitter. I'll bet the, the new team will win the Super Bowl. We're going to hear those weird jokes. We're going to hear, hear those smack your face with your hand kind of type of jokes if it's Breeze if it's New Orleans Saints versus New England Patriots as the matchup for Super Bowl 53 and not only that but Atlanta fans would be in quite a conundrum because the Patriots ruined the one chance of the of a great opportunity of the Falcons winning their first Super Bowl. Meanwhile, they also have their rival, the New Orleans Saints, playing the Super Bowl, but they don't want them to see them winning, especially in an, in Atlanta. Oh, quite a conundrum. They would be those rare people, they go like, if somehow, some way, a nuclear missile could just come to this stadium and none of the Atlanta Falcons fans were around, we would be for that. Kind of scenarios if you're an Atlanta fan.
you wouldn't want to wish that even on your on your worst enemy. You wouldn't want to wish that. I'm just describing the scenario for for fans in Atlanta if that were the case. To them, that would feel like to America if it was the Dallas Cowboys versus the New England Patriots in the Super Bowl. Why do I have a feeling that next year the San Francisco 49ers are going to come back, the 49ers will be in the Super Bowl, and then they'll find a way... No, 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 no. Okay, okay, do not be surprised. Okay, so... Because football is half entertainment as well. So, what if... Now, do not be surprised, folks. The last year of Tom Brady's career, Tom Brady heads to the Super Bowl 45 years old, facing against a now healthy Jimmy Garoppolo of the San Francisco 49ers. Tom Brady faces his faces his past of the worry of of him becoming the backup once more and even ruining the future of New England once he's gone. And to top it off, he would be facing against his childhood team of the San Francisco 49ers in the Super Bowl. But not only that, this would determine on whether we would have a freeway tie for the best. I'm just thinking into the future, into the future. I have a feeling that the Patriots somehow have won a sixth Super Bowl. Let's say the Patriots did win a sixth Super Bowl. San Francisco 49ers are in the Super Bowl, trying to win their sixth. So, not only is it you know, Brady, Brady's legacy is pretty much sealed, confirmed. He'll be in the Hall of Fame at some point for the NFL, regardless of the Gate and also Spygate. That happened. San Francisco 49ers versus New England Patriots. Watch Tom Brady's final season. If that happens, that would be, to be honest, pretty cool. Of course, that would be ruling against the Patriots of winning it, but I'm just saying, 
And also, the fact of people's worries of maybe the NFL. Some people say the NFL is rigged. But if that happens during Tom Brady's last season and he faces against Jimmy Garoppolo and the San Francisco 49ers in a Super Bowl, and they know this is Tom Brady going to retire, then maybe in some aspects the NFL is kind of rigged. But we shall see. That will be an interesting storyline. Faces against his former team. Faces against, <laughs> you know, a, a past that he had to, that he was worried about. He would become the new starting quarterback for the New England Patriots, and he would be back to being the backup. Not only that, on the line would be the New England Patriots becoming. Being known as the best, the best franchise during the Super Bowl era, or we have a freeway tie between Pittsburgh, San Francisco, and New England. Think about that. That's, of course, if the Patriots do win a sixth Super Bowl. I have a feeling it might, it might happen down the line. Because the Patriots are in the AFC East. I don't see the Buffalo Bills, the New York Jets, improving at any point whatsoever. Yes, the Buffalo Bills do have Josh Allen. Yes, the New York Jets have Sam Darnold. But their coaching staff... Oh boy. But, anyways, just something to think about. Something to think about. And maybe would be interesting to listen back to this and, and see what happens on Tom Brady's final season. And seeing whether this comes to fruition or not, that makes all the fun with predictions. I'm not the best at predictions, but I do know a way to... <laughs> I do know a way of making a story sound more interesting than it already is. I know how to grasp the viewer and listeners as well. At least I think I do. Hello, thank you for listening to this. Thank you again. Uh, for listening to this podcast. And now, time to go back to be rolling over. Now, I'm going to say a couple of words that I thought I would never say ever, but competitive documentaries. That's right, competitive documentaries. And what I mean by that is, 
Apparently, there's a competitive documentary. Competitive documentaries. When it's when it comes to the Fire Festival, that's right. Both Netflix and Hulu have have documentaries about the failure, the disaster of a music festival that is the Fire Festival. And Netflix and Hulu both have a documentary about that train wreck, especially behind the scenes. Both of them out already in January of 2019. We already have two documentaries about the Fire Festival. Wow. That is something. If you don't understand about the, the Fire Festival, uh, before you do check out the documentaries, uh, please do listen to a double toasted podcast with Corey Coleman and Martin. <clears throat> When they talked about their response to the fire festival, it is hilarious and informative. I really enjoy Double Toasted. I I enjoy listening and, and watching every, every movie review ever since uh, their uh, Spill.com days when they animated their characters and. It's a great podcast to listen to. <laughs> and hopefully once I, I am able to travel to Austin, Texas, maybe even get to, hopefully I get to check them out and see what they do with their podcast. And that would be even cool if they let me be part of reviewing a movie, especially... <laughs> Those awful, terrible movies that are sometimes that sometimes are made, and I look forward to them reviewing those terrible movies that you're just wondering how this got greenlit. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this podcast of Be Rolling Over. I really do appreciate. All the wonderful listeners and everybody listening to my podcast episodes. I really do appreciate it. This is the most plays I've had on my podcast in a month, ever. And it's nearly 400 plays. It's just unbelievable. It's crazy. And I just want to thank every single one of you that has listened to this podcast today or or any of my other podcast episodes I really do appreciate it from the bottom of my heart and I want to talk about Industry Horror Industry Horror is a nonprofit that takes place in Ventura California they they help hire people with special needs and people on the autism spectrum and 
the money goes into paying the workers of the people that are working on the autism spectrum and also special needs as well. Wonderful, uniquely screen-printed designs on shirts, sweaters, hoodies, and even on the sleeves of some of the flannel shirts as well. Also, we have some knives during this wintertime. It can be cold, very cold. You need some of those cozy, cozy beanies for that long, cold winter night. They are hand-knitted as well. They help out any big or no matter how big or small or even mid-sized business. They want to do everything that they can to help out with making uniquely screen-printed designs Shirts, and they'll even help out create a logo if you want to change up your logo at some point as well. Go on to industryhorror.com to to shop, and also if you have an inquiry, then. Then send your message at industryhorror, I mean industryhorror at gmail.com if you have any inquiries of any, of any shirts. And also, you can also find Industry Horror in a boutique shop. The Industry Horror Boutique Shop off of 518 East Main Street, Ventura, California. It's right next door to the Buffalo Exchange in downtown Ventura. As I'm Nathan, saying so long until next time. For B Rolling Over.